Is Dungeons and Dragons a board game or a documentary? Does the tick in Nike stand for, yes, aliens are real? All these questions you can find the answer to on This Paranormal Life. Welcome to the podcast. It is Tuesday. It is the most paranormal day of the week. And I am here joined by my co-host and paranormal pal, Kit Greer. How are you doing, Kit? Have you slept? Hell no. Just... Judging by those intro questions, have you slept? I've learned not to sleep. Oh. Trained myself like a dog. I mean, I <laughs> you normally don't sleep very much, but I feel like you've crossed over into somehow negative sleep. Oh, yeah. People say, have you slept, Roy? And I say, woof, woof, woof. That's dog for f*** off. <laughs> your, your knuckles are pretty hairy, now that I think about it. Your ears have slightly relocated to the top of your head. If this is your first time listening to the podcast, basically every week we investigate a brand new paranormal case, tale, um, beast, and at the end we'll come to a conclusion as to whether or not it is true. Now a lot of the time in these stories, we're looking back, backwards in time at something that has already happened, and investigating it retrospectively. Mm -hmm. We're also going to do that this week. Um, <laughs> but, but because not- science has not yet made it possible <laughs> until today to research the future i've brought my team of scientists all dogs they're all dogs rory all in lab coats <laughs> you, know, you know just because they're labradors doesn't mean they're smart <laughs> we're gonna be looking back at a paranormal case that happened not so long ago we're talking 1986. Took way too long to find that on the page. It's like you didn't even know it. And I think, Kit, you'll find this episode is very genki. <laughs> oh, f*** me. Hopefully at the end of the episode we'll uh, end up with two heists. So... We're in Tokyo, Japan! Okay. <laughs> Just spit it out, will ya? We're in Nihon. The city is alive. We're at a time of huge economical growth for the country. Technology booming. Entertainment, thriving. Whatever music you've already started playing, I just want to veto right now to just cut it off right now. Right. I, I want you to, well, what I'm guessing is that you probably just played some really stereotypical music. So if you could just, from this point right you here. You think so little of me, sir. If you sir. could just insert some, like, actually, you know, contextual, modern, you know, music that represents the culture of, of Japan today. Okay, please. turning Japanese it is. Wow. By the vapors. Holy shit. Not Japanese. <laughs> They're turning Japanese. Listen to the f***ing lyrics. They're not Japanese now. They will be. So one day in Japan, a man named... Uh, I actually don't know what his name is. We'll call him Chad. Holy shit. <laughs> Wait, this is Japan. Chad-san. We'll, we'll call him Chad-san Miyazaki. Okay. Is working for a big tissue company called Kleenex. Okay. We've heard of them. Is, well, that, is that a Japanese company? Uh, no. I guess not. They have Japanese they headquarters. Have international offices. Exactly. Well, as I said, the economy is ba 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 booming. Yeah. So the higher ups call Chad San Miyazaki and say, Hey, Chad, we want to shoot some Kleenex adverts for TV. Really show off the product. Get the people talking. No one who works at Kleenex talks like that, just to make it clear. They're worried because, you know, people don't talk about tissues anymore. (laughs) Chad, when did it become girly for men to cry? Because it really is a sensitive topic for me, Chad. (laughs) 
So Chad says, no problem, boss. You give me the time and all the money I need, and I'll make you three groundbreaking Kleenex adverts. Okay, this checks out so far. This guy is so beyond the norm. He's like super futuristic, cool art student, filmmaker, you know. He's, re- he's ready to make the most insane. Like, yeah. you know the Apple ad where they throw the TV through the big, um, like, a, 1984? A cultural moment, you know. It's, exactly. like, it's like the Guinness ads. It's like, you know, the, just the, the high watermark. Like the Budweiser one where all those frogs are <laughs> burping. Yeah, or like, I don't know, Baby Wee Wee, that doll that needed to piss or something. <laughs> those ads, everyone rem- remembers, you know, like, uh, what's up? Real cultural, tasteful moments um, in television's history. So they, they allow it. They give him all the money, and he makes the adverts. He even managed to get a famous actress named Kiko Matsuzaka to appear in them. So after all that work, all that hard work, they shoot everything, mm-hmm. and it's finally time for the first advert to go live. Okay. Being broadcast across the entire country, everyone, including Chad Miyazaki's bosses, are excited to see how they turned out. Obviously, you pump a lot of money into these things, you want to make sure you're guaranteed a high-quality product. So the commercial starts, and there's this eerie song playing. (laughs) As a strange woman wearing a toga offers a Kleenex tissue to a small, sad child painted orange, okay, dressed as a Japanese ogre. Wow. The song becomes increasingly creepy as the woman looks down at the baby monster. Eventually, she releases the Kleenex, and it sort of becomes sentient and floats away. Huh. It's maybe the worst advert ever created. Right, it I feel like, like I'm sure. even bigging it up. <laughs> uh, it's difficult to kind of explain, okay. so I feel like we should just give it a watch, and you can see for yourself. Okay. yeah. Let's see it. Like, bear in mind how much money so, a and lot time of money. was a put lot of into money. this. We're, yeah. talking, we're talking Japan. Middle of the 80s, you know, technology companies booming. Everyone's got their, you know, Japanese electronics or Japanese TVs or VCRs, all of that. The world can't get enough of Japanese produce. Absolutely. So, you know, if you're going to make an ad for the television, that advert is going to be the forefront of... The market leader. Absolutely. So let's see what he came up with. It's a fine day. People open windows. They leave their houses just for a short while. So, can we get some some stills of this? Stills of this now or like in the research notes? Okay, well, I was going to say, I just need to see this little boy again. Okay, okay, I can show you some of them now. I need to see this, this ogre. He kind of looks like um like a Willy Wonka Oompa Loompa. He does like the orange real. with the green hair and the weird horn. So for for those listening at home, Roy described it pretty well. What we have here is um sort of, you know like a a a, a young lady. Um, she's dressed all in white, mm-hmm. um, quite angelic looking. And are they sitting on like a hay? A haystack? A haystack. Okay, there seems to be a sort of borderline hellish sunset background yeah like the okay. world is on fire yeah a little bit world's ain't no end kleenex gonna clean that up <laughs> there's 
what can only be described as a Japanese ogre. You're right. There's really uh, no way to, to dance around it. He has um, scruffily blue hair, a kind of unicorn horn. He's grumpy as shit. He's very grumpy and bright red, uh, very tiny. And she's kind of trying to console him or something. I'm right. not entirely sure. You never really see his face, though. It's, it's no, really weird. he's very creepy. Yeah. So immediately... <laughs> Immediately after the advert aired, the television station and even Kleenex themselves start getting phone calls from viewers who are unconsolable. Whoa. Parents were petrified. Kids were crying. Eventually, it got so bad that the advert had to be pulled off the air. Of course. How do you f*** up so bad, Chad Miyazaki? You, you knew as well the guys were just going to be like, we're really excited to see the advert, you know, really a good idea to promote the family brand. Uh, <laughs> uh, bear in mind, you know, what we're looking for is friendly, all-inclusive, uh-huh. happy. Say no more. Just a positive vibe. Yeah. Positive of course, vibe. Of course. It, it, uh, and what do kids like more than, you know... Mythical beast. Sorry? No, uh, just saying kids love fantasy things. Right, right. You know, <laughs> Why like, are we both redneck? <laughs> kids like, don't kids like ponies and unicorns and and all, all of those things? So Right, mm, was, not all kids. <laughs> what I was thinking, <laughs> well, my kids do. All right. <clears throat> so, Names of your kids? Because <laughs> I don't think you have them. Shrek and uh, Hobgoblin. Fiona. <laughs> Get out of my office. All right, that's fair. (laughs) Shrek and Fiona. The Shrek movies haven't been invented yet at this point. I find it baffling how, I guess you each was trying to break ground so hard that he just broke everything else. Right. Like it's too far in the one direction. Yeah. So, so I I see what you're saying. So this guy, you know, he, he was, like you say, he was like a, like a arty type. He was very creative leader in his field. And you know he was used to he was used to pulling off you know moonshots taking taking fast and loose decisions creative decisions exactly. that made him the man he was but um on this one the vision went south yes i think that's fair to say okay because of its strange message and very limited runtime <laughs> <laughs> rumors about the advert began to circulate <laughs> they said listen we've got the the super bowl halftime slot you've got you've got two minutes to play with you know we were thinking getting getting in someone some um some charismatic actor maybe to give some speech about you know something really emotive tie it all together right. <laughs> he, he ships this 14 second long horror show it's, and then the rest is just black <laughs> screen 64 <laughs> seconds of just you know that like multicolored lines yeah <laughs> And they're like, we're paying for that, by the way. That's out of the budget. They're like, Chad, I really don't think you understood the the brief. And he's just going, it's going to be a fine (laughs) night tonight. Uh, Well, rumors, obviously, about the crew and the actors involved in the production start spreading. Like, what? Oh, Oh, did you hear? Uh, Did you you know the cameraman was involved in a horrible car accident last week? What? Oh, I heard the director lost his job and had a breakdown. Oh, my God. So this is after the thing came out, the the terrible things that befell the crew. Yeah. They even said that the child in the advert allegedly died instantly of a sudden organ failure. What? What? I don't know. I, like... It's like in that... Do you remember in that there's like a James Bond movie where they... 
kill a woman. They kill one of the Bond girls by painting her entirely in gold. Gold, yeah. So maybe this little kid, <laughs> this little ogre, <laughs> they didn't realize that paint was suffocating his pores. It was like lead-based paint. <laughs> <laughs> that's why the ad's so short as soon as they, <laughs> soon they hit second 30 he just keeled over <laughs> they've blown all their budget one of the most ridiculous stories was that one of the cameramen died in a sauna <laughs> this is so I am so confused this is, there is no theme to these claims yeah I know Be- it's not really like because they were it's involved. not like the baby hunted them all down and killed them yes, or something yes it wasn't like this was a real ogre or uh, what <laughs> so he died in a sauna okay people can die in saunas by the way yeah if anything this makes it more realistic because it's not some like bullcrap okay. like oh the ogre came and killed them all right one of them just died in a sauna yeah one of them had a heart attack like, yeah one of them lost his job those are all very plausible things <laughs> One of them stubbed his toe, I think. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't die. He was just really pissed off. <laughs> the legend states, from producers to cameramen to gaffers, everyone remotely related to the commercial died or suffered accidents or other misfortune. Holy shit. This thing is cursed. <laughs> Whatever they did to that little goblin, he's pissed about it. Kleenex, they took that tissue money. and they... The devil's money. <laughs> Do you know who buys tissues? Sinners. <laughs> That's the main clientele. Honest Joes don't need tissues. I, I haven't cried a goddamn day in my life. You know why? Because I'm a saint. People only cry over mistakes. Yeah. I got a clean slate, baby. You think Jesus cried? Hell to the no. He was a beast. You say you made no mistakes, but I mean, you have no mistakes written on your forehead, like tattooed on your forehead. Exactly. And no regrets as a tramp stamp. It's spelt wrong. One of the most... Wait... Oh, yeah. So if all of those other rumors weren't bad enough, one of the other most dramatic ones was that the lead actress, Kiko Matsuzaka, mm-hmm. gave birth to a baby. Okay. A demon baby! <laughs> <laughs> and was institutionalized before what? she died shortly after. No, she didn't. I'm telling you the legends, okay? Okay, artistic license. So technically it's true because it is a legend. It's up to the bit where she had the baby. It's all true. Right. Up she to had a her baby. having the baby. The baby, the demon baby. Be specific, please. Okay. Now I know what you're thinking. Sure, the advert might have been creepy, but is that really enough to get it pulled off the air? Right. I mean, that that scared both of us. But would that be enough for you to phone a, a TV station and get it called off the air? It seems a bit overdramatic, right? Yeah. There's definitely a sliding scale of like what it takes to get pulled off the air anymore. Mm-hmm. I feel like the 80s is pretty recent. I'd say so, yeah. I mean, is it possible that I know like back in the day, you know, whenever the original, was it like Nosferatu or Dracula? Oh, I'm so bad. I think it was the original Dracula whenever it was like first aired and they had to give it like the british film classification i think they banned it and they were like this needs to never be seen by anyone ever again that's crazy it's it's so it would it will corrupt our children it will like people will die of fright uh i think that movie if you went to rent it's probably now like a pg or a 12 probably yeah it's like people's standards change over time is it possible that people were more easily freaked out right like the the bar was a bit lower yes well it turns out there's more to this creepy commercial than meets the eye go on let's go back to the night when the commercial first aired (laughs) all right otherwise known as (laughs) d-day 
<laughs> T-Day for tissue. <laughs> the commercial goes live. It scares all the babies. Right. Suddenly, the station is getting called by the public. They're phoning up and they're saying, Oh, I, I, uh, oh, I can't believe you would put this on the air. Uh, my children were in the room. Now they're crying. Right. And the other station's like, Oh, we're sorry. We're sorry. We're talking to the producers now. We're sorting it out. It's, okay. oh, we're sorry. We're sorry. And the viewers are going, Oh, why did you think it would be a good idea to put that horrible German song in the advert? What? <laughs> we both heard it. There was no German song there in that no advert. There was no German song, yeah. The song in the advert was actually It's a Fine Day, which it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> By uh, a woman named Jane Lancaster. Okay. And it's in full English. We, Fire we heard. Her. Yeah. Make sure she doesn't write any more songs, <laughs> for sure. But these phone calls kept coming in and coming. Tons of complaints about some horrible German song playing in the background. What? And everyone said they heard the same words saying, Die, die, everyone is cursed and will be killed. No! <laughs> but, but those are German words. So they, so they, the people that thought it was German, what? They spoke German? <laughs> Shut up. That's what the song said in German. Right. Now the lyrics to the the song, the Jane Lancaster song. Doesn't die, song, isn't die the in German? Is what? Sorry? What, what are you saying, Adolf? I don't know what point you're trying to make by razzing <laughs> me like this. I'm getting defensive, obviously. <laughs> uh, the lyrics to It's a Fine Day are, let me know if you hear, die, die, everyone is cursed and will be killed. Okay. It's a fine day. People open windows. They leave their house just for a short while. What? And none of that sounds like die, die. No, none of it. Right? None of it is intelligible as that. The only way viewers could have heard an old German curse song was if they had seen an entirely different commercial, right? I guess. And what if they had, kids? What are you trying to say? Well, what I'm trying to say is that there's another rumor about the cursed Kleenex advert. And it claims... The advert changes depending on what time you watch it. What? <laughs> okay. So all okay. those viewers okay. that complained about hearing a creepy German curse folk song may have watched it at a later run date in the day. Okay. So this is like Yanni or Laurel, but 80s Japan <laughs> ogre style. Yeah. It's like, oh my God, did you hear uh, Laurel or did you hear an old German curse song? <laughs> It's, it's like, oh, did, was the dress blue for you? Or did you see the face of your old great-grandfather wrapped in chains and blood? I know. Hashtag team, <laughs> hashtag team Yanni. Hashtag team die. Die, die. Everyone is cursed and will be killed. I really want to tweet from the account this week with the hashtag die, die. Everyone is cursed and will be killed. We'll have to do a poll. We'll do a poll. That's got to put me on a list or something, right? <laughs> Let's take a little break. What are your thoughts about this thing? We haven't really taken a time out. I am um, more than bewildered. I'm uh, spooked. This does not make much sense to me. I mean, there's oh. definitely... I remember someone describing it to me a while ago, you know, that they had learned a little bit about advertising. And they were like, yeah, you know, sometimes these advertising agencies, they, they like to throw out something so left field that you will forever associate that brand with that weird thing 
Right. So, you know, and the example they gave at the time was a, a lot of our UK listeners might remember there was like an old Cadbury's advert with the with the gorilla playing Phil Collins on the drums. Oh, yeah. What did that have to do with chocolate? That's a good point. And the gorilla sits there immobile for most of the ad. And then he plays this funky drum fill. He was medicated to shit. He was actually chained down to that bad boy for weeks on end. It was really sad if you knew it the truth It was very it. sad. Yeah. He was taken from a rainforest, actually. <laughs> you know, that that became such a crazy, like, culture. Well, I mean, it was a very boring period in history. It yeah. was very much pre-internet, pre-anything good. Uh, and that was all people had to talk about was like the gorilla the playing drumming the drums. Gorilla. Yeah. But, you know, maybe that was a thing that they were trying to dream up something so weird that people would, it would get the people talking. That's true. And they might've gone too far and it got pulled. I think they, and everyone fired and died. Yeah. In a sauna. <laughs> I don't know how much the, the advert changes hour to hour, but the one thing that apparently that you do not want to do is watch this bad boy at midnight. What happens at midnight? Viewers who watched the advert around midnight were the ones who were really, really upset by it. The guy was in the sauna chilling at midnight, took out his phone just to watch it one last time. And his eyes melted in his head. Ironically, no Kleenex in sight to mop it up. Um, Apparently, if you watch the advert at midnight, you run the risk of going insane. Hmm. Fine. Moving on. Uh... Because you giggled at that, so I, I just get the feeling you ain't taking this shit seriously. So You've got a mountain of Kleenex, so I feel like you are thinking of taking this very seriously. I'm thinking You've of got taking a giant this stop very clock and a mountain of Kleenex. <laughs> well, so far, like a lot of our shows, it's just been legends and rumors. And I know what you're thinking, Kit. <laughs> evidence wa doko desu ka? No one knows what that means. Where's the evidence? Okay. In in Nihon. Nihongo. No one knows what Nihon is. Well, one eager investigator decided to test the theory himself. It's not me. I realize I, just, <laughs> I, realize I wrote that like it's me. It's not me. Um, one handsome, chiseled and deaf. <laughs> one, one well-built, big-packaged investigator decided to take a break from kicking ass on the reg to test <laughs> and out And you can a myth. see him in theaters this summer. That's right. It's Dwayne The Rock Johnson. And yes, this is an advertisement, ladies and gentlemen. Dwayne The Rock Hard Big Johnson. <laughs> this investigator, we'll call him Dwayne. Why not? Fine. Filmed himself watching the advert at 11.59. Really? And then again, as soon as it hit midnight... To see if there was any difference. That crazy bastard. Right? That's a pretty ballsy thing. Knowing what happens to these people, like at the very least, you're going to be upset enough to call a telephone station. Yes. Or a television station. And I don't even want to be that angry. I like happy things. I know. I don't, I've been very angry in my life. I've been like, what, what's the angriest you've ever been? Angriest I've ever been? Mm. Hands down. If I'm just like in a park, mm. chilling. Right. And I just see like like a little boy. Like a little ch- child. Like a child. I swear to God. Just run up and hug his f-ing dad or something. I swear, bro. I just, boiling rage. Dude. Boiling rage. And I'll just find like the, the nearest like tree I can find and just wail on that I- bad boy. <laughs> Sometimes I'll find another little boy take his like football and straight up try and sock it at those, at the, <laughs> sock it at the kid and his dad. Hit two birds with one stone. Just thinking about it now like makes me so pissed off. Do you have any trees around here? I'm getting really <laughs> fired up. 
Because I also hate trees. Sometimes I don't even need the boy. I just I hate the trees as well. <laughs> you know when you see like a little baby tree growing next to his dad tree. <laughs> I hate that shit, man. That really ooh, gets me fired up. Because <laughs> I just think, what does that tree got that I don't have? <laughs> or like a a f- daddy bird like taking care of its young ones and stuff. Like, oh, I just want to cook that chicken, man. I don't want to crack those eggs. Just gets me fired up, man. I don't know what it is. I don't know if there's like a pattern or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, my therapist hasn't found it yet and it's pretty damn expensive <laughs> you, you see you just see like a duck being followed by all these like little ducklings you're like that little son of a bitch <laughs> and like you see it you see it feeding the little the little ducklings you're like oh it's a mama duck you're fine <laughs> you're fine I guess I don't have a problem with you move along <laughs> Well, as we said, one investigator took it into his own hands to test out the theory about watching the advert at midnight to see if there was any difference. And what happens in this video kit, it might just blow your goddamn off. (laughs) You have the video? I have the video. I don't know if I'm ready for this. It's pretty disturbing. Um, let me see if I can bring it up. Oh, here we go. (laughs) It's the first result. He's recorded this on a camera for authenticity's sake. You can Mm. see it. He shows the time on his phone, then watches the advert, shows the time again, crossover to midnight, plays the exact same advert again. Okay. You ready? So here we go. Here he is on YouTube. Same creepy ass advert we saw the first time. Still creepy. 
This is it, it becomes more strange every time you watch it, I feel. Yeah. I definitely tell people to check this out on Patreon. We'll have all our research notes in there. Yeah. But no German curse song. Yeah. No die die die. Very much in English, actually. Alright. Now he lowers the camera and we'll see on his phone the time tick over to midnight. Okay, we're just waiting. It's at twenty three fifty nine, just a few seconds left. We're at midnight. We're we're in the danger zone. This is the danger zone. Let's press play on this bad boy. Chill. Less chill. Very less chill. Yeah. Uh, Things are getting weird. Jesus Christ. A lot of distortion, color burn, glitching. Jesus Christ, look at her face. So, <clears throat> sorry, I just had to recompose myself. Uh, that was fairly terrifying, ladies and gentlemen. What we just saw was uh, not suitable for uh, viewing of children. I got chills. Anyone, uh, and I've seen of... that before. <laughs> so I basically, what what happened there when when the gentleman went to replay the video after the stroke of midnight was things very much broke down. Uh, Not even discreetly. No, I mean they went batshit crazy. Yeah, I don't know what the technical term for that is. Yeah, a paranormal ten, I would say. Yeah, there was definitely a a ghost in his laptop. At that point, uh, some sort of demon spoke through uh, that video. Exactly, exactly. I mean, as evidence goes, it's not the worst <laughs> we've presented on this no. podcast before. I was ready for that little ogre child to crawl through the screen ring style into our bedroom. Yeah, we have to sock <laughs> the little bastard, send him back in. Um, yeah, definitely not the worst evidence we brought on the podcast before. Okay. Uh, I mean, we did Roswell and I provided a map that just had an x that said crash site on it apparently that was enough for me i don't know <laughs> we both said yes i don't know what you slip in uh slip in my glass of water before every episode but jesus christ i said it was real as shit it was a uh, lombardi actually gentleman's choice ah uh, yes lombardi the drink of kings it's very kings much- who will shortly be assassinated <laughs> it's like it's like king arthur's sword or the Holy Grail from Indiana Jones, who, who is not true of heart, will be struck down by it. Basically, every sip of Lombardi is like playing Russian roulette. Because even if you survive the last one, you don't know if you'll make it through this one. Every time I have drank it on a podcast, I have had to take a two to three week course of antibiotics. Yeah. Yeah. It's full of things that should not be inside a human body. Yeah, it's. Uh, they say that it's a good like sixty percent of it that isn't you know rubbing alcohol um, is some sort of like rainforest Amazon water. Yeah, yeah, really dangerous stuff yeah. that has not been you know siphoned or anything. That is yes. just bot- straight up bottled and sent over here in very hot planes. Yeah. Very hot planes. They crank it in there. They think it kills the germs, but it creates more of like a, a safe environment for them to thrive. Yeah. Half I- the bottles have like Jumanji style overtaken the plane as it lands. It's, cr- it's, it's a dangerous business, Lombardi. Well, like many of our cases, Kit, you know, we don't have a lot to go on. We have to make rash and bold decisions. <laughs> Based on legends, truth, and rumors. Much like, much like the artistic director of this, uh, 
actual trailer. Exactly. We have to make rash, totally ridiculous and wrong decisions often. But for the first time in this paranormal life, we can come to our own conclusion by doing our own experiment. What are you trying to say here? I propose that we postpone the, the podcast until midnight tonight. We watch the Kleenex advert at 11.59. And as paranormal investigators, we will watch that son of a bitch at midnight. And if something paranormal happens, it is a yes. If nothing paranormal happens, it might still be a yes, brother. <laughs> I'm easily convinced. I am more than on board with this line of inquiry. I think, you know, we spend the next hour or so just getting our wills together. At at 11.58, we we start saying our goodbyes to this world. Absolutely. And at 11.59, we hit play on version one. I think we should do it. I keep a katana in my pillowcase at all times. Wow. And I will unsheath the bastard for this special event. You are wearing full samurai garb. Hi. (laughs) Sodas. Accent is so per for how much money you've spent on all the accessories. I've actually used a lot of Kleenex tissues today because I keep nicking myself with the sword because I haven't unsheathed it in a long time. I thought I bought like one of those, you know, the ones that you assassinate people with, the tiny blades? Right. But I actually got one of these boys. Holy shit. Yeah. I think that's a Final <laughs> Final Fantasy cosplay sword. It's three times the size of it. Is you. that why it's half gun? <laughs> that makes a lot of sense. I didn't think that... Uh, the, the ninja had this type of equipment on the go. Ninja. Also, I got it at Comic-Con. The, the guy <laughs> told me it was 3,000 years old, but it's somehow still sharp as shit. And was powered by friendship. So uh, <laughs> a lot of things are making sense now. <laughs> I don't think friendship was a very motivating factor of the samurai. I think it was actually honor. <laughs> That's why I was a little bit confused. So I guess we'll reconvene tonight at midnight and do our first on-site investigation. This Paranormal Life first. Should we film it? Maybe should we film it? In case something creepy happens? I think that'd be funny. It's probably worth filming. (laughs) We should light candles and shit. Yeah, make it really spooky. Yeah, let's let's totally do that. Welcome back to the podcast, guys. We are minutes away from hitting midnight. Me and Kit have been preparing for this moment. We have two lit candles on the table. We have a bottle of wine in case a demon emerges and we have to seduce him. Mm -hmm. Kit has two knives for stabbing. I took the kettle to throw boiling hot water in his face. That's right. If he so appears. Yeah. Now, let's think about it. We don't know exactly what's going to happen when we watch this trailer at midnight. Is it just going to be a weird uh, version of it? Are we going to hear a German curse song? Or are the gates of hell going to be ripped open? It might be right here. I mean, we might be underprepared. I do not know. All I know is that we do have a couple of uh, burner mobile phones here with you know, the Paranormal Nation on speed dial. So um, those of you sitting at home right now, um, you may indeed receive a call. Uh, we just pray that you come to our aid. And much like Batman being called into action, we do have a commune signal. That's right which is just a giant middle finger in the sky <laughs> for all the non-believers to fuck off. But also, we really need your help. And right. you know what? If you could grab a couple of non-believers, because we need the numbers more than anything. Turns out non-believers are strong, and they know how to fight. <laughs> Turns out believers are weak. Weak. And they just give the finger to people. <laughs> okay, okay, so we're coming up to 11.59. We're going to play the advert. 
normally, then after midnight we're gonna play it again and see what happens. Wish us luck. Remember, if we don't make it through this, to live long, die young, and investigate. Absolutely. Oh, wait, I got that wrong. Live, <laughs> live long. You live long, <laughs> die young. In- <laughs> <laughs> That's wrong as well. Live, live fast, live investigate, fast. and die young. Yes. Remember us as the gods that we were. <laughs> Your true self shows in your final minutes. <laughs> Hashtag Brexit. Hashtag build the wall. Like, wow, he was actually a really horrible person. We, we need to get... Turns out the demons just came to bring him to hell. It had nothing to do with the video. <laughs> I keep seeing myself in that mirror and it's so scary. That's it. 59, 59, we we're going to do it. 23, 59, we are going to hit play on the first playback of... Uh, the Kleenex ad. It's a fine day, people open windows, they leave their houses just for a short while. They walk by the grass and they look at the grass, they look at the sky. It's going to be a fine night tonight, it's going to be a fine day oh. tomorrow. Kleenex tissue this. So far, so nothing. So far, so far. okay. Um, that was fine. He's creeping up on the paranormal R itself. We're just about to hit midnight. Midnight. This is where everything changes, guys. Expect creepy German curse songs. Expect demons to fly into your ears via the headphones. It could be I am personally taking up arms at this moment. We're here. We're here. Grab your knives. Grab your knives. We're gonna do this. We're gonna do this. Holy crap! Okay, here we go. Here we go. I think we can blow out the candles. <laughs> I'm actually going to take off this crucifix as well. Because it's heavy as hell. Yeah, this um, Black Plague era bird mask is... I can't see shit, honestly. I was just going with you on that one. So, as we said, this is the first time in the uh, in our history of investigations on this podcast where we've been able to put the, you know... Put the the curse to the test. Right. And unfortunately... Bring you that first-hand evidence. It seems as if we may have come up empty-handed. Yeah. Now, as a precautionary measure, we did just film and vlog all of our preparations... Right. ...setting up this experiment. Which, if you remember, the Patreon will post a little video about uh, picking weapons, our little training montage, and then filming the advert itself. Watching back that footage, we might see faces. We might see something we didn't notice before. Maybe some glitching or some static. Yeah, there could be something in the audio there. Absolutely. But I will say, I did not hear any creepy German curse songs. No, to be specific, we did not hear the... What was it? Die... Die, die. Everyone is cursed and will be killed. Yeah. I feel like we would have heard that. (laughs) I think we'd notice. Yeah. Right. They didn't just slip it in there. Um, So if it comes down to whether or not that story Mm -hmm. of the cursed Kleenex advert is true or not, 
it's gonna have to be a no for me unfortunately a double no on that front actually but hell that was a blast right i think you know this could become a a, a real cool integrated part of these investigations live experiments we need to start bringing in animals humans, humans that's what gene I'm splicing yeah you ever seen a man mixed with a rabbit i call him thumper at least he's the guest on next week's podcast. <laughs> just thumping the mic for 90 minutes. Can you imagine? I was just like, I'm Roy Powers. This is Kate Green, my paranormal pal. And this is Thumper. <laughs> Experiment gone wrong. How you doing today, Thumper? Kill me. <laughs> All right. <laughs> today we're going to be talking about Roswell part three. <laughs> Okay, and we're about to take a live caller from the our local police station. All right, guys, I just want to tell you that what you're doing is completely illegal. And, yes. Um, you cannot ignore the letters we are sending. We are going Thanks to go into your flat any day now. Thank you, police Your days James. are numbered. <laughs> I think when a cop says your days are numbered, you're, you're in some real bad trouble there. <laughs> um, well, thank you so much, everyone, for listening to this episode of This Paranormal Life. If you want to get more out of the show or just support us in any way, we do have a Patreon where you can get some really cool rewards like bonus content, the research notes where we'll have this video and all the notes and research we've done for this episode. But then on top of that, if you give a little more, you're looking at t-shirts and even bonus episodes. We did a bonus episode um, just a couple days ago that went up this month. And here's a little clip for it right now if you're interested. That comment was passing over and everyone's like, wow, this is going to be such a momentous occasion. But Obama (laughs) was in a jet rocket with the pilot's finger over the launch button, ready to take off and leave this planet behind. (laughs) Imagine what a bad look that had been if he really, like at the last minute, thought it was going to happen. He was like, oh, shit at all. (laughs) (laughs) Launch. (laughs) <laughs> and air force one turned vertical and shot into the sky it'd be so much funnier if there was no plan for re-entry so it's like as he's leaving he's like looking back at earth and seeing the comet miss and he's like ah shit <laughs> like right when that happens like the timing of the computer just go- going <laughs> next destination mars three years two months <laughs> <laughs> oh crap oh shit i should have brought michelle <laughs> it's such an embarrassing like press conference you'd have to hold as well it's like it's just like um so biden is now the president because um in fear our president launched himself into space <laughs> to, to save himself from an apocalypse that didn't happen so thank you so much guys for tuning into this episode uh, you know we would usually do uh patreon shout outs at the end of the episode but um, it is legitimately midnight. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it took maybe two and a half hours to set this up, mm-hmm. this little demon trap. And while we didn't catch a demon here, you know, we got to be sure. That's we, right. We didn't get the specific Kleenex ogre, but... Christ knows what God else we knows summoned. what else is here. Exactly. Unfortunately, um, we're at the Paranormal Commune now in the headquarters. Right. Which is a 37-floor building. Mm-hmm. Um, we're at number... 37 the rest are vacant currently waiting for you guys but we're gonna have to search them head yeah, to toe we are um and frankly these demon fighting weapons are coming with us because there is a shit ton of squatters in this building <laughs> and we need help getting rid of them yeah so if convincing ourselves that they are demons makes it easier for us to maim them 
so be it. Unfortunately, I am afraid of the dark. I'm scared of bright light. So there's only a, a sliver of time in the day where I'm just brave enough to hit a homeless man. <laughs> <laughs> what am I talking about? <laughs> you wandering an abandoned building, wearing sunglasses, <laughs> carrying a torch and a bat in the other hand. So afraid. That's, your, that's your final form. 65 years old. Blind as shit. <laughs> So thank you so much for tuning into this episode. We will be back again next Tuesday with a new paranormal tale. Until then, as always, like us, remember to live, live fast, fast investigate, investigate, and, and die, die young. young. Praise Ra. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye. up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week kiki palmer here and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free hello fresh jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi now that's music to my mouth hello fresh let's get this dinner party started discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com